0: You're Ooh. like a, like a doe, a doe, a doe, a deer, a female deer.
1: <laughs> Dear Shandy, Welcome back to Dear Shandy listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today?
0: I'm feeling very base.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Andy had a late night last night yeah <laughs> you can hear it i did wow That's, bass. it's actually pretty cool when it happens to you <laughs> when it no happens idea. to me it just stresses me out but when does it happens it, to you does it turn you on it's kind of sexy nice I, I mean i like your lowish voice but this is like next level
0: yeah you're gonna get a full q a worth of low voice
1: okay excellent and we'll see with whether or not the shandy's like that okay speaking of shandy's we are answering their a's Wait. Uh, <laughs> off to a great start. Yeah. We are A-ing their cues today. Yes. Shall we get going? Let's. All right. This first question is from B, as in the letter Dear Shandy, first off, I just adore your podcast. The dynamic between you both is beautiful. Andy is hilarious, and Charlene's laughter at his jokes makes me even happier. Oh, thank you, Aww. B. It's cute when people are into my laughter. It is cute. Versus the people who are like, stop laughing.
0: I'm into your laughter. I bought into a lifetime of it.
1: Oh, wow.
0: A lifetime.
1: (laughs) Not bad for a hungover Andy. I find the advice you give to be well thought and practical, and I always take something away even if the question doesn't seem to apply to me. I am a recently separated 37-year-old female from a fairly large city in the Canadian Prairies, at least fairly large by Canadian standards, that I know at least Charlene will be visiting soon. The separation was not initiated by me and came as mostly a shock, but that's not directly why I am writing. Recently, as part of supporting me as friends during a stressful and sad time, a group of us arranged a girls weekend trip to a destination city in the mountains about an hour away from where I live. One of the activities we booked was a food slash cultural walking tour. I love this idea, by the way. Going to a nearby city, like an hour away, and doing all these tours. Oh, yeah,
0: we should do that. We should. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I can't get over your voice. (laughs) We should do that. (laughs) (laughs) We should, though. I love that it's sort of like a hybrid staycation thing. Yeah,
0: let's do more of that.
1: As soon as the tour guide met us, I knew he was exactly my type physically, to a T. T? She wrote T-E-E and then a capital T in brackets with a question mark. I think it's, is it a capital T?
0: I think it's a T, just a T. Like I don't know the, the, the why that is. The letter T. I don't know either. You know who will know?
1: <laughs> the Shandies will know. But I love that she put both options. She was covering her bases. Yeah, why not? The tour started off a little awkwardly. He admitted at the end that he was worried we weren't laughing at his first few jokes. But I had such a good time. Such in all caps. The guide was personable, funny, and attentive. We had some great banter back and forth about how I had already taken my friends to one of his stops and that he was worried from the get-go because of my email address question mark, mm. that we were actually from his town so harder to impress. He genuinely made me laugh and I felt he laughed with my jokes as well, something missing in my last relationship. Mm. He was able to be self-deprecating, say whatever funny things seemed to fly into his mind and seem to appreciate or at least actually laugh at my sarcasm at the same time. We seemed to share similar interests in food and local culture. He pointed out a couple of non-tour things and I commented that I had noticed those as well in the days before we emailed back and forth a couple times after I got home with some follow up questions. And again, it was super friendly with lots of banter, but nothing more. We did not discuss relationships at any point in person or via email. This was a month ago now, and I am still thinking about him. Some light social media stalking suggests that he does not have a girlfriend or partner. He did mention a past girlfriend, so I assume he is straight, and he would be just a couple years older than me, right in my ideal age range. I am not ready to fully jump into a new relationship so soon after my marriage ending, but something starting as long distance could feel comfortable. His city is somewhere I would consider moving to in a couple years when I am no longer tied to where I currently live should I reach out and shoot my shot my brain tells me what do I have to lose as it is I will never see this guy again the Andy in my head says if he was interested he would have already pursued this is there the potential for something to happen between us or should I just put it out of my mind sincerely B.
0: she's got to do it (laughs) (laughs) is there a real question here
1: yeah, to me this one's really clear, and you guys know by now that I tend to put what I consider a no-brainer question, or what I, you know, an easiest like. one. Be it's not a diss on you. I think it's really sweet how you're deliberating so much. I think a key thing, you know, she talked about how you would say he would have pursued you by now. No, he was in his workplace. He'd
0: be uh, ostracized from the whole tour community. <laughs>
1: He's that creepy tour guide that hits on women afterwards. Be a pariah. Yeah. No, I don't think he's able to make a move on you. And the fact that they—I don't know. I if she feels this, I suspect he's feeling it too.
0: I give this like eighty percent chance of success.
1: Oh, of him responding in kind. Yeah, biting the hook. Okay, eighty percent.
0: About eighty percent. Tour (laughs) guides—they
1: like girls. (laughs) I
0: don't know what that means.
1: (laughs) Also. Versus, say, a personal trainer. We've talked about this right, before, right. about the personal trainer, how it's in their best interest to seem single even if they're not because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, their clients kind of want to date them or yeah. have these sort of mini crushes. The tour crushes guide on doesn't
0: him. have an MO like that. No. He's giving tours. He's
1: giving one tour. It's not like a repeat business situation, yeah. like you're coming to see me every week for a different yeah, tour. Of you yeah.
0: know what a tour guide is? It's kind of like a poor man's comedian, but not a poor comedian. <laughs> It's like a teacher of sports in high school.
1: Well, actually, you know, the comedian one, as much as it sounds like an insult, it's not, because a comedian... Is only like really funny the first time with those same jokes. Yeah. The second time around, it's not going to be like you need to get a new set of jokes. Right. You're not going to laugh as hard the second time at the exact same joke. Right. Correct. So I can kind of see the comparison. Yeah. Like this is a one-time It's a shtick. You think
0: that tour guides have different jokes every time they give a tour? Mm -hmm. They're waiting. They're like, (laughs) they're salivating at that opportunity to drop their joke. Yeah. And they have placements. Yeah. So look, he's basically, it's like going to a comedy club. And the comedian comes up and says, hello. And then you, you know, you give him your number
1: and that's the end of that. Yeah. I think it's clear what we think here. Yeah. B, go for it. You never know. He might have a girlfriend. Maybe he's not interested, but you know, you, sh- you shot your shot. Yeah. Maybe <laughs>
0: she gets a free tour out of it.
1: All right. B, good luck. I do not think you need it. All right. This next question is from A, as in the letter. Ooh, we have a ba so far.
0: Nice. You think we're going to get a D?
1: Dear Shandy, first off, I just want to say that I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you, A. I remember watching Charlene on The Bachelor and finding it so exciting that there was some Asian representation that was greatly lacking in the franchise and quite frankly, still is. I would agree with you, A. I love your take on relationship dynamics and also find myself laughing out loud at your banter. How nice. Uh My question is regarding a guy I've been seeing for the past three months. Let's call him G g got out of a serious relationship was going to propose to her it was serious roughly six months ago that did not end on good terms long story short he was accused of something he did not do and therefore felt like he was wronged and that his entire life was ruined by this accusation oh Ooh, i feel like there's stuff to unpack there his entire life yikes he holds a lot of anger towards her and the whole situation, and it often makes me wonder, will he get over her? G and I have been exclusively dating and have agreed not to put a label on our relationship as he has voiced that he is afraid of getting into a relationship too quickly post-breakup. I, I, I'm sorry, I already have an issue with this. In the, she puts relationship in quotations, but she says we've been dating exclusively. If you're dating yeah, exclusively, how that? are you not in a relationship?
0: Yeah. It's just semantics. There shouldn't be quotes around the relationship. It should be an unquoted
1: relationship. Yeah. I mean, even if she said, she said not, they didn't want to put a label on it, but they're dating exclusively. Like this, they're together.
0: That's like saying, I don't want to put a label on a banana that says it's a banana. (laughs) Dull. Dull. Is there any other, like that really is Chiquita. Chiquita. Oh,
1: you're right. Chiquita. In fact, I think we have some Chiquitas right over there. We Ch- do. Chiquitas have really edged in on Dole.
0: Dole used to, have, I think Dole used to control like 95% of the market. Yeah, And now Chiquita, you're right. She's, they're coming up. It's a, it's a Chiquita time.
1: <laughs> to paint a picture of what our dynamic is like, we talk every day and see each other on average four to five times a week. I also got out of... Still
0: not a relationship. <laughs>
1: I also got out of a six-year relationship roughly six months ago, so I can completely understand wanting to take things slow. Okay, so mm-hmm. they're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. He has voiced to me that he feels anger and resentment towards her and wishes he did not feel this way. I guess my question is this. Does holding on to feelings of hatred mean that he is going to take a long time to get over her? Is the opposite of love truly indifference? Thanks for reading my email, and I hope it wasn't too confusing. Sincerely, A. P.S. He is 32 and I am 30. Hmm. (laughs) Are you too hungover for this one? Yeah.
0: I'm going to allow my wife to take Uh, this.
1: I actually do think the opposite of love is indifference. It's not hate.
0: I do agree with that as well. Yeah. Because I think hate and love are very intertwined.
1: Yeah. And right now he still hates her. Or, you know, which and it sounds like he has his reasons. And her question is, will he get over her? That literally the title of the email is, Will he get over her? Will he ever get over her? Mm. A, I think, yes, he will, but I'm, I'm not sure that it's going to happen on her watch. It's still too no. soon to say. Do you know what I mean? On her
0: watch, meaning it's going to happen in his next relationship?
1: I just feel like it's still early. You know, they've been together for three months. They both got out of big, serious things six months ago. So you think this is a rebound? Not necessarily. It's too soon to say. But the fact that they're seeing each other four to five times a week and are exclusively dating but not willing to call this a relationship. I think, well, I know he'll get over it.
0: Oh, yeah, he I will. know everyone gets over everything eventually. Yeah.
1: Whether or not that happens while you're with him, a I cannot say
0: it seems to me also like this may not happen during her tenure with him.
1: Maybe if she had a paragraph in here about how special what they have is.
0: But the fact that they haven't called it a relationship yet is weird because clearly it is a relationship. So. That's kind of the elephant in the room. Like, why are we not calling this a relationship? What's the problem? To
1: me, it feels conspicuous that they're both going out of their way to not call it a relationship when it's obvious. Like, to be exclusive. To me, the exclusivity is what makes this a relationship. It's not how soon or long it is after they broke up. You can date someone for 10 years and start dating someone the next week. Yeah, and get married. And if it's exclusive, you're in a relationship. Yeah. And I suspect this is led by him he voiced that he is afraid of getting into a relationship too quickly post breakup
0: i, I don't buy that i never buy any reason almost any reason on earth mm. to deny love like love conquers all i mean it's cheesy but it's totally true nothing yeah. gets in the way of true love
1: mm.
0: you climb mountains you oh you, andy let's say what else can i think about here <laughs> you dig very deep holes okay okay no you don't do that
1: no no. You don't?
0: No, you, you don't dig holes. Dig holes <laughs> oh is a bad analogy. What you dig holes? You wouldn't dig a hole. Like somehow your, your love is trapped in the center of the earth. Oh, man. It's possible. Yeah. Maybe she's buried.
1: Oh. there's a,
0: bury, a burying situation. Okay, yeah, you like, could dig holes. Uh, buried I mean,
1: if you're going to climb a mountain for love, it stands to reason you would also dig a very deep hole for uh, love.
0: You, you dig an equally deep hole as the height of a tall mountain.
1: That is a very, very deep hole.
0: I mean, that's a great love story, actually. Imagine a, a tale of a man who just knows his his true love is somewhere like way under the earth. She mm. lives in like a cavern in the middle of the earth. And he just spends his whole life digging a hole. And everyone's like, wow, this is the deepest hole anyone's ever dug. And then at the end, he, he, he finds out that she's not really there at all.
1: It's just totally nuts. It's <laughs> <He's> totally nuts. <laughs> I gotta say, as unpleasant as it sounds to climb the highest mountain for love, I would much rather do that than dig a very deep hole. Oh,
0: no question. So maybe digging a hole is uh, even more effort to find love.
1: Okay. So I guess our point is we think this is a relationship and we find it suspect that he's not willing to call it that. I would be so
0: thrilled if I got out of a tragically horrible situation with someone Mm. and then I found someone else who I fell in love with, Mm. I would forget about it in two seconds.
1: Well, so that's the thing. To me, there's two pieces of this that make me question whether or not it will happen on her watch. And it actually has nothing to do with her question about like just holding on to hatred mean it's going to take this long blah 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 it's the fact that they're going out of their way to not call this a relationship even though it is exclusive it's been three months and they're in a very similar timeline situation and the fact that it is still that active the hatred is that active it's hot it's hot usually if you really get something new and shiny it really helps to speed up that process we'll put it that way yeah so a uh
0: i think there's two things here one is it's not a real relationship this may be one no, of those. It
1: is, I think it is. No, oh. no, no,
0: it's not. It, it is. It's definitely a relationship. <laughs> okay. really, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a relationship. You call it whatever you want. Yeah. You know, call it a, a cupcake. It's a relationship. <laughs> okay. I don't care what they're calling it. Okay. But I don't believe in the strength of the relationship. Because mm. the re- this relationship should be the medicine that cures him from his ills mm. of his previous relationship. And if it doesn't. The other possibility is that this guy is like, his life is ruined. Maybe she's right. Maybe his life is legitimately ruined to the point where he's unable to even find love, even if it's right in front of him, because yeah. he's so distracted and obsessed with his misery and his anger. Yeah. So that's possible. Mm. But I think that if this was a good relationship, this would have cured him.
1: Mm. And I do think it's possible it could graduate to medic- medicinal status yeah. you know what i mean it could graduate to the point where it cures him but to me i'm still a little hung up on the unwillingness to call it a relationship yeah i think she's got to think about that i think yeah. a has
0: got to think about why is this not a relationship mm-hmm. who's driving that
1: i get the vibe that if he was like let's make this official like we're in a relationship i kind of get the impression she's just being easygoing a i'm sorry i we've told i i'm not Yeah, I always do this. Where I'm like, I don't want to cast doubt on the relationship because we could be way off base. We could totally be way off base.
0: Yeah, we're we're being a little judgmental, I think.
1: Yeah, but it's but it's
0: okay. Like we, you know, you asked us a question. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) All right. Good luck, A. All right. This next question is from: I have a crush on a bass player.
0: Oh wow!
1: (laughs) What should we call? I her
0: H A C O. A B Kwan. P. No, it doesn't work. Okay, we'll
1: just call her bass player.
0: Bass. How about just bass?
1: <laughs> okay. Is bass. this
0: is this like? Does my voice now sound like it? Like you 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 hang out with bass singers? Am I at that level yet or no?
1: You're like bass baritone.
0: Right. So what's it Don like, Don Giovanni?
1: <laughs> Very good. This is pretty good. Yeah.
0: That's is that is that the note? I don't think so. It's that's too high.
1: I think so, but I'm not. That's not my range. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, I, I might be able to get a little lower. Don Giovanni. Good, good. good. Oh, that was that was <laughs> very nice. It was like a low C, right?
1: <laughs> Dear Shandy, hello. I am 27, an avid listener of your podcast, and have loved watching your audience grow throughout the years. Ah, thank wow, you, thank base. you. <laughs> Base. I have written in a couple of times with different dating dilemmas. I have many, LOL, and I can't wait for the day one of my emails gets chosen and I get to listen to your entertaining commentary and advice. Today is, is that day, babe. The day has come. <laughs> in this season of dating, I find myself struggling to date within my community. Specifically, my question is around how much consideration and empathy should I give to a jealous ex when it comes to dating people they know? She had a single quotation around that, so I kind of did this and then faded. (laughs) Background. I work within the music industry, although I am not a musician. There are many challenges working within the industry. On one hand, being perceived as single has been really helpful. But on the other hand, it also invites a lot of criticism when it comes to who people judge me for hanging out with. I ward off a lot of men in this field and do my best to stay focused with my musical goals. I like that whole paragraph. Isn't it
0: funny how that's so? like, I was just for a second, I forgot that this, I thought this might've been a man.
1: Yeah. Cause we, we renamed her base. Yeah. It just doesn't. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. My brain is too slow today yeah. to figure out that a base is a woman, but, um, you reading that and me thinking it was a man yes. is like made no sense. I'm mm. like, why are people judging? It's such a double standard. Yeah,
1: it totally is. Six months ago, I met a celebrity in a very meet cute way. It was a Saturday. I chose to take myself out to a jazz club on my own. This person that we will call Nate walked by said jazz club, spotted me, and came inside in hopes of getting to know me. It's a meat cute story, but it wasn't romance at first. In fact, I blew them off specifically because I knew they were a celebrity. When they asked to buy me a drink, I told them that they could only do so if they bought drinks for the entire band as well. Ooh, bass has game. Oof. Damn. brutal. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> too much game
1: that's, a, that's an expensive drink yeah I, wow, I'm into bass. You That's know,
0: typical. I would imagine a bass player doing that. If she's not a bass move. player,
1: she has a crush on a bass player. It's a total misnomer, but we're just rolling with it. Oh,
0: right. It's she's... signed,
1: I have a crush on a bass player. We should have just called her Crush.
0: Oh, wait. Oh, God. See, I'm now this screws it's up. It's a disaster.
1: Way. It's a Okay, oh, we're still calling I, her bass. We're committing. All right, all right. But what I love about this is how she took herself out to a jazz club on a Saturday night. Yeah, why not? It's not look. It looks this is a good, you know, ad for
0: get out there. Get
1: out there even if it's by yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: Fast forward a few weeks and I think this person is my twin flame. I still think they are an incredible human. That twin flame connection died out quickly after a jealous experience towards the end of the summer. During this week of breaking up, I tried my best to be super empathetic to their experience and past traumas that made them react as such. Unfortunately, my efforts were futile because we ultimately broke up. That was very vague. Yeah. So it sounds like Nate became very jealous, maybe because of past traumas.
0: I'm thinking the guy's Flea. That's the only bass player I know who's famous now. Flee, who's not like really old? What's oh the- no, no,
1: no! But okay, no, no, no. Nate is not the bass player. Huh? We get. To, we'll get to the end of the question. We'll get to the end. <laughs> You're
0: so good. Why did you give me this question? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. (laughs)
1: Just let me get to the end. Since the summer, my career has grown and I'm working in circles that are closer and closer to theirs. So to Nate's. I am a single woman and I am serious about finding a meaningful connection. This past month, I have met a couple of people that want to pursue me and I have no reason to not pursue, except for the fact that I'm concerned about it getting back to Nate. When I talk to my guy friends about this, they tell me that the worst thing I could do is actually date someone who he knows because it would affirm his insecurities about me. This is a really helpful perspective and maybe the most helpful if I have intentions of getting back with him, but I don't. Mature conflict resolution is really important to me and I don't see a future with Nate because I don't think he has those skills. I still care about him though, so how much considerations should I give to his feelings? Do I risk looking like a hoe? (laughs) and risk the bare minimum friendship we have now because I have really good chemistry with one of his colleagues and want to pursue that? Or do I just resolve that I have now lost privileges to this dating pool? Really look forward to hearing your advice. Sincerely, I have a crush on a bass player. Okay, so it sounds like the bass player is a colleague of nate's
0: so nate has a bass player in his band and his bass player is the one that That she she has a connection
1: with with. ikea it's not super clear because she says i'm working in circles that are closer and closer to nate's i've met a couple people that want to pursue me i'm concerned about getting back to nate okay so it sounds like they know each other at first the first time i read this email i thought it was sort of like unclear like they might they just might know each other but based on how that wrapped i think that they work together but but is, Nate she, and the bass player. is she
0: aware of the bass player because of Nate? Or is it just purely unrelated?
1: Okay. That's a big issue yeah, for me. Okay, you're pointing out something I think very relevant here. Because if she was going to meet the bass player on her own, yeah. I don't think...
0: It's not a big issue. That's just bad coincidence. Yeah. All is fair in love, right? Okay,
1: so overall, your thoughts are go for it.
0: Yeah, unless... Nate introduced her, or she met this bass player only because of Nate.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm not
0: saying like a butterfly flaps and swings in Japan. And yeah, you know, no, I'm saying like he literally was like, "This is my friend, yeah. bass player, dude." Yeah, or she wouldn't have met him in any circumstance in in the world had it not been for Nate. Yes, maybe he didn't directly introduce them. Yeah, I don't think that's cool. And I think that's messy. Mm. And I think it's it's unfair.
1: It's usually not worth it. It's not worth Once it. Once in a while, that ends up being your forever connection, in which case yeah. Nate was just like, you know. It,
0: he was he was a casualty. Yeah. He was a casualty. And, and, and it was like war. It's a direct parallel. You mm-hmm. have to, you know, you don't want to kill the guy, but you got to kill the guy to, to, to win the war. Uh, <laughs> I've done better than that. This is pretty weird.
1: You're struggling today. It's cute.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay, I but think my it, point is made. Yes. You got to you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> it takes one to know one. Good. Rome was not built in a day. <laughs> Word travels fast. <laughs> okay. Bad news travels faster.
1: Oh. I think
0: that's a saying. Is it? Yeah, it's a good one. It I is just, a good if one. If I made it's, it up, it's good too. It,
1: if you just made that up, that's amazing. It's too good for you to have made up in You're this right. state. I'm
0: sure I've heard that before. You're right. <laughs> Even in a good state, it's too good.
1: Yeah. No offense. No,
0: I, none taken.
1: Okay, I agree with you. I think that if she met the bass player through Nate specifically, meaning she never would have met him if it were not for Nate, I would tread very carefully. Like, make sure this is the real deal before you casually go into this. Just because. Yeah. she's gonna be the bad guy. Well and it's also it becomes a shitting where you eat situation. Yeah, it yeah. I'm not even that hell bent on Nate's feelings. Like it kind of sounds like they had a tumultuous like it was, you know, a very strong love but it ended very messily. It sounds like like he sounds like he has issues. We'll just leave it yeah, at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't f- really get the extreme loyalty to him specifically, but I'm starting to see this more as a shitting where you eat situation. I, I, this is her industry. I agree with you. Yeah. You, you I just, agree with you. It's yeah. a
0: definitely a shitting in the general vicinity of where you're eating. <laughs> yes. Like on the periphery of the eating area. Yes. At the very least. Mm-hmm. So she does, definitely does not play bass, right? <laughs> That's when I get that straight. She
1: said at the top that she's not a musician.
0: Not she, a musician? Yeah. Okay. So she has, but she has some relation to these people. Yeah, yeah. Some she professional works in capacity. this industry. Yes. Okay. So she's, maybe she's like a a manager or something yeah
1: yeah i think uh, just tread carefully as Mm -hmm. you said tread carefully i would if you just cannot resist just make sure that it's not going to just be a a fling that also ends messily and just starts to follow you
0: it's one of those things where if she has found who she really knows is her soulmate, mm-hmm. the love of her life. Yeah. You got to go for it. Yeah. You got, as you said, as I said, the great war analogy I made, which I'm still not <laughs> sure what was going on with that, but you got You got to do some bad things to get love sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if it's not that, if it's just kind of like a curiosity where you're like, I like this guy. Let's see where it goes. Oh, or I just
1: want to sleep with him. I'm, I'm yeah, attracted to him. I, I, it's, just, I don't think it's worth it. I would resist. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, it's funny. It's less about Nate's feelings than I think she was asking yeah, about.
0: But I'm also incorporating that. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a fair. Thing. I don't like when people who are introduced to other people are betrayed by that introduction. Mm-hmm. We even talked about it on the platonic episode episode 181.
1: Yeah. And also we have touched on it before, too. There was another q and I don't remember which one. So I'll link it here it was where it was two female friends and then one of them was introduced to a guy by the friend and then secretly started dating him. And when she told the friend after like way too long, like the friend kind of like faded on her, was upset about it. And I could kind of feel for the friend a bit. Like it just sort of feels like a a betrayal in that sense. So I do think if base... (laughs) you are going to pursue this i do think that honesty is the best policy like when you are sure then maybe just try to cover your base your (laughs) basis
0: nice you know base is an like has a lot of uh, homonyms is that what they're called homonyms yes there's a it's one of the most homonymed words yeah can you use homonyms in that (laughs)
1: <laughs> homonym homonym hominimal
0: hominimal <laughs> but it is a base like i think right off the top of my head i can think of five bases yeah
1: that's pretty cool yeah it also makes english a bitch
0: english is a bitch yeah. there are no other languages with heavy homonyms really that's a, i'm just making that up i'm assuming that
1: <laughs> that's a ba- that's a
0: that's a basic <laughs> assumption
1: all right base good luck i kind of feel like you need it this is you're yeah. kind of It's a tricky one. You're playing the game Don't Break the Ice.
0: Ooh. I love that game. I played that for the first time with you. Oh, yeah. You made it seem like that was a game everyone played, but I'd never seen that game. We
1: played it at Ease Bar, which is this bar near us that has board games, and it's very fun. How funny is it that
0: we have that memory? Like, that wasn't a very eventful situation. Why do we remember that so vividly?
1: I took a photo of it. And for me, Don't Break the Ice is a game I grew up with. Like, I right. as a child, I played Don't Break the I Ice. I
0: think, you know, what the reason I remember it is was you, there was a lot of buildup from you. <laughs> like, you were talking about Break the Ice for, like, an hour before we played it. You kept, you wouldn't <laughs> stop talking about Don't Break the Ice.
1: Okay, good luck, base. Don't Break the Ice. So, speaking of ice, that's going to be my segue into the next question. Ooh. This next question is from Anonymous. Okay, I love, okay, at the top, I love our shandies. At the top it says, this question takes about two minutes and 45 seconds to read aloud. (laughs) You know, that's not a bad idea. Because you would think I would be better by now at knowing. No. Yeah. Oh, and just an, a gentle reminder, bear length in mind, yeah. because that actually is a, still a reason why a lot of questions are not chosen. Yeah.
0: And a lot of really good questions come in that are so long. Yeah. And is, can't, we can't do it. It and would there, take up a big chunk of the Q&A. That's
1: actually happened several times where yeah. I was like, I would have chosen this if it were 50 to 75% yeah. the length. So. Yeah. Bear that in mind, Shandies.
0: Is it? Are you not envisioning how cute it is that she's sat oh, in her room and read obsessed the first timer? <laughs> oh, I'm
1: already obsessed with her. Yeah, I think this she's is so cute. Either, she's
0: either very, very cute or a sociopath. <laughs>
1: Dear Shandy, I, 25 female, and my boyfriend, 35, met about nine months ago and have been exclusively dating for six months. I have lived with him for four of those months, and it has been fun! Exclamation mark. He is thoughtful. He always writes me cute, witty notes. We share many hobbies, and he listens very carefully. Ooh, I love that that's one of the things she leads with. Mm -hmm. He listens very carefully. Mm, So important. Right? Because it's often... I don't want to belittle the other traits that you can list, but what she's showing in that is how he engages with her. It's not just like, oh, and he's an empathetic, smart, yeah. Yeah. charismatic person or whatever.
0: It's one of the, I think it's probably the most important thing.
1: It's like top three. Yeah. It might be top number one, honestly. Yeah, and
0: that's why I said it might be the most important <laughs> thing.
1: Maybe I'm also hungover and I just don't know.
0: <laughs> and you're catching my hangover. <laughs> Imagine if it felt like a hangover was contagious oh, and like some guy gets super wasted and the whole neighborhood is hungover. <laughs> That'd be a great movie, actually. Secondhand. That'd be a bad It would movie, be called
1: yeah. Secondhand Hangover.
0: I think it would just be called Hungover. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, oh, him listening very carefully. For example, she gives, this is really cute. I mentioned the door startled me when he barges in after work, and now he politely knocks before coming in each time. Oh,
0: this is getting cuter.
1: I'm touched. That's super sweet.
0: Yeah, that's really cute.
1: I really relate to Anonymous a lot. Not only her reading her yeah. own question aloud to time it, but even that, like, I'm also very startleable.
0: You really are. Yeah. Like yeah. loud noises. I'm You're like, like, a, like a, doe.
1: <laughs> a doe.
0: A doe? A doe. A deer. A female deer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm resisting singing that right now. Mm. You can do it. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Dun,
0: dun, dun.
1: Me, a name boom, boom, I call myself. Boom, boom. Far a long, long way to run So, a needle pulling thread a, blah, a note to follow
0: song.
1: tea, a drink with jam and bread That will bring us back to Do, 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 do And cue a one-star review that says that we sing too much <laughs>
0: That was great. Yesterday, we got two (laughs) back-to-back reviews. One said the thing they love most about our podcast is the singing, and the other one said the thing they like least is the singing. singing. Oh,
1: man. Mm -hmm. You can't
0: please everybody all of the time. Can't please. Is that how it goes? I think
1: you can't please everybody. You can't
0: please all the people all the time. That's what it is. Oh, okay.
1: Mm. That has been one of my biggest lessons with this podcast, by the way. Okay. Pertinent info. I have never really seen him get angry. He is even tempered and doesn't have mood swings. This is important to me as I was raised in a very unstable household with an alcoholic parent. So even mannered, no eggshell walking is a need. Though he did mention briefly to me that in the past, he has made the mistake of getting too angry too fast. I don't know about what exactly and didn't question it. The only thing I've witnessed was him getting very upset about About his car getting scratched. The incident. Mm. We play a game of tossing things at each other and yelling, catch.
0: (laughs) Otherwise known as catch.
1: I was in the kitchen and got hold of an ice cube and tossed it to him. He was sitting on the couch and yelled his name. I tossed it a little too far and it landed right on his chest area and apparently startled the hell out of him. I genuinely did not mean for it to land on him, but on the cushion beside him. He looked at me with a face of anger that I had never seen before and immediately whipped the ice cube right back <laughs> at me. It didn't hit me. And Sorry, he later- <laughs> it's not
0: funny. I mean, it's funny. It's... It's funny. Uh it's not, it's not funny.
1: but it's kind of funny i I'm, I'm not sure how I feel yet yeah,
0: I, I I need to hear the rest before I fully yeah. laugh.
1: Yeah. He whipped the ice cube right back at me. It didn't hit me, and he later claimed he wasn't trying to hit me. He was just trying to get me back. This entire encounter made me very uncomfortable and on edge. He later approached me and apologized for his reaction after not speaking to me for a couple of hours. I accidentally startled him, and he immediately turned to anger and violence. He startles me all the time, and I don't have the retaliation mindset. I just express a feeling of discomfort and sulk for a minute. I like that she knows that about herself. I would have completely understood frustration or annoyance, but full-blown anger is different. I am so sad that this incident has me looking at him differently, and I am hoping you will say that I am overreacting a bit. He thinks it is done and over with, and I am still thinking about it days after. Question, did I just catch a glimpse of a very negative trait that is going to continue to happen, or could this just be a one-off? Andy, have you ever been so startled by Charlene that you whipped something across the room in her direction? What if he was aiming at me, but because he missed, he could then claim that he wasn't aiming at me? Thank you for your time, sincerely, Anonymous. Mm. Hmm... I mean, I
0: I can recall, I don't remember exactly what it was, but you once did throw something at me without warning me that it was coming. Oh. And it hit me in the face. I don't know. Like right in the front of the face.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. And
0: And I have to say, like, my immediate, I did have a flushing of anger. Like I was very, first of all, it was extremely startling and upsetting and it kind of hurt. I was very angry. It was my immediate thing. I was just like, there was nothing funny about it to me. I was, I I, I was beyond comedy.
1: Oh, really? My
0: instinct wasn't to throw it back at you, but I felt a lot of anger in the moment. Were we
1: playing catch? But I think
0: I got over it within like five minutes.
1: Were we, I don't remember this. Were we playing catch or what was the... No,
0: we were not playing catch. So
1: why did I do that?
0: I think it was just like you were being silly.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like joking around. Yeah, yeah. And did I apologize? Oh, totally.
0: You oh, like were profusely right away. apologizing, but I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, it's okay. I was more like sort of stewing for a second. Uh, okay. I was just annoyed.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. This
0: sounds fine. <laughs> I <I'm laughs> really am not. It doesn't bother me that much at <laughs> yeah. right the moment. I'm just saying. I recall one time she's asking me. Yeah, yeah. There was a time what? this exact kind of thing happened. Yeah, it's
1: actually very exact because she was also being goofy and silly when she threw the ice cube.
0: This is the thing. Okay. Obviously, she did nothing wrong. There's no malice in it. Mm -hmm. It was a little sloppy (laughs) because no one likes to get hit with ice when they don't know it's coming. That's not a good thing to get hit with. It's cold. It's wet. It's hard. Uh I don't want to get hit with ice. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he had to throw it back at her. But I will say this. There are times when something like that happens and you really have an un- comedic rage you're just you can't see it as funny or you can't see it as an accident you're just immediately enraged and you act out a little bit i don't think that past results indicate future results okay i think that this is probably a one-off but but i can i i can remember when i was in high school and they taught me how to do experiments how experiments were done and you have to have repeat results You can't just do one experiment and think that that's it.
1: It is interesting that the only other example she has of him getting really angry is when his car got scratched, which I would also be super angry about. I have mixed feelings about this. Okay, so if you had to color the flag that this is, would you say an orange flag, a yellow flag? It's
0: a potential yellow flag. Okay. I'm not giving this orange flag. Yeah. First of all, he didn't hit her, he said he tried to miss. Yeah. The rest of his behavior in this relationship seems extremely gentle and kind Mm -hmm. and considerate.
1: Yeah. I love her specificity with that at the top. It really helps. If she just said we have a great relationship and then she said this, I'd be like, what? But, you know, her example of him just knocking before entering the house would suggest a a gentleness. I
0: I think that the guy just doesn't like to be startled with ice in his chest. (laughs) And that's reasonable.
1: She said that she saw a look of extreme anger on his face that she hadn't seen before.
0: But that's what my point was going to be is i think the real issue might be if i if i had to make this an issue which i don't really think it is yet is that it's not the anger or the reaction that i'm worried about because i don't think this guy's a violent guy i don't get that feeling okay i think it might be the fact that he has the capacity to be deeply annoyed by her
1: Ooh. And
0: that's not a great thing to have Mm, in a relationship. But that's a stretch.
1: Yeah. To me, that's a stretch just because she hit him first with the ice cube. It's. You know, it's a very specific set of circumstances for her, her for him to become annoyed by her. And it's safe to say this will never happen again. In fact, I would venture to guess that the game of catch has been completely exorcised from this relationship by now. But there is actually something that for me does make this yellow slash orange flag territory. It's the The fact that what the stewing Him, him stewing?
0: How long it took him to get over it.
1: Yes. Good catch. It was the fact that he later approached her and apologized for his reaction after not speaking to her for a couple of hours
0: yeah that's the issue like
1: i feel like this entire exchange should have been something that immediately after they should have been like what the hell just happened like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to like hit you on the chest Uh, i didn't mean to throw that back at you like that was silly and stupid and let's not play catch anymore I, I,
0: i completely agree and that's why i brought up the annoying thing is that what that shows me, what this incident shows me is not that this guy is violent. Mm. I really, I'm sorry. I'm just not, I'm not going there. Okay. This is not a violent situation. Mm. The guy got hit with an ice cube. It's startling. It's annoying. He threw it back and, it, and not at her. That's just a sort of a gut reaction. Mm. I don't think that's a problem. But the fact that he was able to sit with that annoyance... For that long, let it be, let it actually exist. He
1: committed to the feelings, the emotions connected to throwing it back at her for hours.
0: That's what I'm saying, is he has the capacity to be very annoyed with her. And annoyance is is a real powerful destructor of Mm. relationships. And I am slightly worried. I don't think it's a, a flag of any kind, really. What I think it is, is a flag for the relationship,
1: Mm. Rather
0: than a flag for him, I think that there is the slightest seed that has been planted that there can be times when he's really annoyed with you.
1: I feel like he was stewing with anger. I don't know. That's what I get. Annoyance is, it's not really what I'm getting from this. I think
0: anger immediately, but anger then became annoyance. Mm. You're not angry for two hours about getting hit with an ice cube, you're angry for a few minutes and then you're annoyed. That's what I think. Hmm. At least, that's how I would be.
1: No, that's that's and, a good and if point.
0: I, to be honest, if I was sitting around for two hours thinking about how annoyed I was at you for hitting me in the face with that thing, you hit me in the face with, I think, I think uh, uh, that wouldn't be our relationship. Like, I don't have the capacity to be annoyed at you for two hours about getting hit in the face with something that didn't injure me.
1: I think the thing I threw at you was relatively soft and light, but when thrown and hit in the face, it didn't feel soft. I think It was like a
0: pillow or something. Yeah, I think you threw a, it was a, a pillow. pillow. I mean, and a pillow, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, first of all, soft as a pillow. <laughs> is, I don't. I don't buy into that anymore. Yeah. Pillows can be hard when when yeah. when projectiles. Yeah,
1: I just don't want anyone to think that I threw like a. a a baseball bat at no your no, face. no it was a, yeah it wasn't i'm circling back to defend myself because i was like what the hell did i throw at his face a pillow i can actually see myself doing like in a moment of being joking it was a
0: pillow or a piece of clothing
1: i think it was a throw pillow which are denser than sleeping Dense. pillars
0: a throw pillow, pillow should not be called a throw pillow <laughs> i think you took that too literally oh, God.
1: all right so anonymous Hmm. This is a deceptively tricky one, because at a glance, you're like, oh, it's not a big deal.
0: I agree. It's getting harder as we talk. Yeah. About the it. more
1: I talk about it, the more uncomfortable. I
0: am. Yeah, it. me too.
1: OK, I do think it says something that he was able to come to terms with the fact that he was wrong and he apologized. So he was able to take responsibility. I'm slightly concerned by how long it took, but I guess it's better than nothing. You know, it's not like she had to go and be like, aren't you going to apologize? And then he begrudgingly apologized. Like he apologized on his own after reflecting. I don't know if it's fair to assume that he did mean to hit her. With all the other data, we have to suggest he's a really good, caring, thoughtful boyfriend.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would sort of need a video of this ice throwing <laughs> incident. <laughs> it's like we have to break it down like the Kennedy assassination. Mm. The issue here is not the throwing of the ice. It's the reaction, as we've discussed. Yes. It's possible that he was triggered. That fact that he has the capacity to be that annoyed, angry, and or upset with her for that long amount of time over something pretty trivial.
1: Yeah. I think, okay, ultimately, Anonymous, our advice comes down to what you said. In an experiment, you need to have repeated yes. results. Yes. So, you know, you can put him on watch. If you want, we can agree at a yellow flag. Yeah,
0: it's a, a yellow, it's, you know, it's like, it's like a warning flag. It's not even a flag. It's not even official flag. Yeah. It's like a war. It's like, it's like, oh, wait, a flag is a war. That, that is a, <laughs> yeah, flag okay, a forget it. I would say that if this repeats again and soon. Oh, it's
1: full-blown red flag territory if yeah, it happens again. Yeah. With anything.
0: With, with anything.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, I've, I've never thrown another pillow at you. <laughs>
0: You learned your lesson. <laughs> oh, I got over it fast because I knew you didn't mean it. Yeah. Why should I be angry? It was sloppy. Yeah. yeah you could have probably maybe aimed better. <laughs> it's really about your aim, which I have an issue with.
1: Okay, Anonymous, good luck. I feel you need a small amount of luck here. Because I think a lot of this is mainly data collection. Yeah.
0: You should really hope that this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Because if it happens again, we've got possibly an issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. All right. This next question is from Anonymous. Dear Shandy. I am a 29 year old woman living in a mid sized city in the US. Since May 2021, I've been in a situationship with a man who is seven years younger than me. We worked together for several months before knowing each other's ages. I felt attracted to him for his dry and self deprecating sense of humor and how articulate and perceptive he seemed to be. After I found out his age, I felt very confused and surprised by my attraction. I wasn't sure if I wanted to accept that I was into a guy so much younger than me, especially when the age difference is during our 20s. I like that she mentioned yeah, that.
0: It's important. Yeah. If she was 60 and he was 53. Yeah. It's like, who cares?
1: Totally. Totally. After about seven months, I eventually did make a move on him by confessing my feelings and going for a kiss, which he reciprocated. For a long time, he was staying the night at my place once a week. We still see each other on a somewhat regular basis, but sometimes the visits now stretch to two weeks. Unfortunately, over this time period, I found myself seeking a great deal of reassurance from him. I always have a great time when we hang out together, but during our time apart, I've been feeling an increasing amount of anxiety. I started feeling so uncertain about how he feels about me in the past when I brought up my concerns to him he has made me feel reassured that he does have feelings for me he loves me and that he quote sees a future where we are dating but that he is quote not sure when that would be he- <laughs> that's great oftentimes your laughter just makes me laugh that's contagious yeah that's yeah a good laugh track you laughing just now it made me realize how funny that is, it is I shouldn't funny. find it funny It's
0: not funny but all all comedy in some way is Based in tragedy. Yes. Yep. That's why it's funny. It, yeah. it breaks tension.
1: He has not told his parents about me. This has bothered me when I've stopped to think about it. His explanation is that he wants to keep certain things private from them and that he thinks them knowing about it could ruin things. He lives with his parents, by the way, mm. though he is moving out next month. You, oh, you shrugged at that? I think that's... Uh, is it 22? No, it's not that he lives with them. It's that they... She's been in a situationship with him since May 2021. He lives with his parents and hasn't told them about her.
0: Yeah, that part. I, I, I was given that that was messed <laughs> okay. up. Okay. okay. Yeah, I thought you were giving me eyes about the t- living with his oh, parents no, 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 so 22 no, no. nowadays. That's like yeah. you start living with your parents at 22 in America. <laughs>
1: He is a sexually fluid person who is mainly into women, but also to a lesser degree, feminine men. I mention this only because part of me wonders if he is still exploring his sexuality and perhaps considers me too basic, a very cis woman. He has had sex with 11 people, including me, last time we discussed the topic on numbers, and I've had sex with seven, including him. I remember that early on, he said something like, quote, he would be satisfied with the experience he's had up until this point in response to me expressing concern about him wanting to explore other people due to his age. He tells me he loves me pretty regularly, calls me baby, makes me feel beautiful, and says he sees a future where we are dating, but that he is unsure of when that would be. (laughs) He also said on several occasions that he feels I'm out of his league. Anyway, last week I proposed we take a break because the situation has been becoming increasingly painful for me. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah being with someone who won't define the relationship oh she used dtr and i'm proud of myself Mm, Nice, (laughs) that's a real throwback that might have been our first q a ever
0: yeah what did i say down to rock (laughs) god i'm an idiot
1: Being with someone who won't define the relationship feels like a sick form of rejection, and it's something I had never experienced before. The break felt necessary because I keep having these anxious feelings every single week leading up to us potentially hanging out, wondering if he's thinking about me, wondering if he wants to see me, etc. My Thanksgiving was very lonely, and I had to be at work that day. I had a moment of weakness. I have had many with this guy, and I texted him and told him that I actually did want to see him, but I wasn't sure if I should stick to what I had had originally set which was taking a break his response was oh really mm. when i read this i felt happy because oh really it sounds like excitement or intrigue to me i responded yeah and he said i'm sorry i wasn't expecting to hear that i asked him if he thinks we should stick to what we originally discussed the break and he said i don't know he then said it wasn't a good time to discuss which i understand since he was with family for thanksgiving this is where we currently are on a break of sorts, but I'm waiting to hear back from him on whether or not he wants to stay on the break or not. I haven't slept with any other guys since 2019, except one one night stand in 2020. I honestly, in my soul right now, just have no desire to date anyone else, which is making letting go of this so hard. The thought of getting to know another guy in this way sounds so unappealing to me. I just don't understand why someone would tell you they love you, that they see a future dating you, spend the night with you on a regular basis for a year and a half, say that you're out of their league and not want to make the relationship official. I know why. Do you want me to get to the end? Sure. I am sure this sounds like absolute dumpster fire. I am ashamed of this entire situation, but very much in my feelings. Shandy. If you choose to respond to my situation, can you please help me snap out of this, hopefully providing some insight into this guy's behavior and what he's potentially thinking or feeling? I really want to understand him. I listened to your first few episodes back in 2020, but then somehow temporarily forgot about the podcast. So around the time I made a move on this guy, I had not heard of Andy's theory about a man not being a real man until age 36, nor the significance of being pursued by a man. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Anonymous.
0: I'm glad she got back on the shanty train.
1: So we, by the way, this email came in. We saw this email come in together. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention this email was sent at 1230 at night on Thanksgiving. Mm. Anonymous. Okay. She said she wanted to, to be snapped out of this. Do you want to let her rip, Andy?
0: The answer to all of this is 22
1: Sure, but I actually think his behavior is universal. You could meet a 38-year-old guy who also does this. But it's, a, it's
0: a nice blanket. Yeah. This is a 22 blanket.
1: Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll let you have that. He is, wow. There are so many things wrong with this situation, Anonymous. It's almost like I think we don't even know where to start.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's a good place to start to say that you should move on. Yeah. And you should move on with prejudice And I don't mean that in a way that this guy's a bad guy. I think for yourself, you should move on with dedication to moving on as opposed to taking a break.
1: Definitely. I think taking a break more often than not is kind of like a half-assed way of you're not really doing what you should be doing. You're not committing fully, like you said. It's like she's just trying to rip off the Band-Aid slowly and then put it back on. But what's interesting is that she's trying to rip the Band-Aid off slowly, but then she goes to him to put it back on
0: yeah it's there's a power differential that doesn't work she's given him a lot of other problems the
1: amount of power he has in this situation is like very upsetting to me it bothered me that she's the one who was like okay we're gonna take a break and then on thanksgiving he's like oh really and she's like do you think we should stick with what we decided it's like you decided it commit to that commit to what you decided there was a reason you asked for a break, a moment of loneliness, and admittedly, a lonely holiday is, is rough, but that's why breakups aren't easy. You know, this the, the loneliness is what makes of breakups course. difficult. I so. would
0: go as far as saying that if you write into a podcast about a relationship problem after midnight on Thanksgiving, that relationship is probably over.
1: Yes, and the timeline here, May 2021, he lives with his parents, no judgment there. But the mm-hmm. fact that they don't even know about her, he can picture himself dating her. Date, it's not marrying. He can picture himself dating her, but, but, but he doesn't know when. Oh, my God. The more I think about this.
0: I'm, this is why I say 22, because I don't even think this is a bad guy necessarily. Mm. I think he's 22. And he literally, think about it. Think of Let's just make it extreme. Let's say he's seven. <laughs> okay. He's seven. He lives with his parents. Okay. And he has some friend at school who's like uh, like the bully. Okay. He's a friend that his parents wouldn't approve of. Okay. He's not going to tell his parents about it. He's mm-hmm. like, think of a seven year old. He's like, I'm not telling my parents about this friend.
1: I think you should go more with like age 13 because I think seven, you're not really thinking in terms like that. Like you're, you still see your parents as like rock stars when you're seven.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a little bratty 13 year old, <laughs>
1: little bratty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, the whole thing about not calling it dating, he could see it becoming dating one day. That sounds like a little baby. It's it sounds true. like I want to, to hold your hand, and one day oh, yeah. I want to be. I'll call you your my girlfriend. One day. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just a child. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. One day he could maybe see them dating.
1: Dating. But he doesn't know when that would be. And
0: he doesn't know when that uh, would be. Oh, how could he So another qualifier. Yes. I mean, look, are there some 22 year olds in this country or yeah. in the world that are perfectly ready and fine Absolutely. and mature? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this one of them? No. No. Get on with it. Oh my God. Get out there, meet other people. One day, maybe this Cinderella story will come home. No, I don't know. It's this don't Cinderella care. story
1: is never, ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever happening, Anonymous. This is not happening.
0: That was eight Evers? The fact that,
1: (laughs) you know, it says a lot that she asked for a break. He didn't try to stop her from what, you know, I have a feeling she's keeping track of everything he's saying. You know, she's got quotes. When we talked about her numbers back back then, she doesn't know what his number is now. She's just spending so much time just twiddling her thumbs, waiting, hoping, wondering.
0: You know, she said something in this that I hate to bring up. Because it's kind of beating a dead horse or or adding insult to injury is more appropriate. But she said she was ashamed. And I honestly think a healthy dose of shame might Mm. be a good thing in this situation. Yes. Might be enough to really get you over the hump. And I think you might want to sit with that shame a little bit. Not judging you. Not Oh, we talk about shame all the time. No judgment. If I have shame every day. We are
1: the poster children of shame. And actually I would say shame is You're right. Shame could be the driving force in causing her to really end this. You're embarrassed by the situation because it's wrong.
0: Yeah, you know it's wrong. You know your, your body and mind is feeling shame for a reason. Yes. This is shameful in its own way. And again... On the scale of shame, this is very low. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if you do feel that shame, that's a helpful tool yes. to really embrace. Instead because of spe-
1: sweeping the shame under the rug in favor of loneliness, yes. sweep the loneliness under the rug in favor of the shame. <laughs> that sounds really messed up. But yeah. I actually no. think it'll help her in the long run. It's,
0: it's, it's well spoken. I, I think shame is often a very, it's probably millions and millions of year old human Emotion. Mm. And I think it's there for survival. I think there are certain things that you feel shame about because otherwise you would constantly do things that screw up your life. Mm -hmm. Like one out of 10 times when I feel shame, it actually hurts me because I have a heavy amount of shame. It gets in the way. Like I can't perform well because I feel ashamed. I feel like a hack. Mm. But 99% of the time is great. Like I'll go out, have a few drinks like last (laughs) night. And I'll come home and I'll wake up in the morning and be like, I feel good because the shame that I feel in life stopped me from doing some really dumb stuff. Mm. I think if everyone in this world had a lot more shame, mm-hmm. it would be a way better place I to live. Think if I s- you don't feel shame, you are shameless. No one likes shameless people. Shameless is a bad word. And mm. When was the last time someone was called shameless and it was a compliment? <laughs> is it? Well,
1: sometimes shameless people get ahead, but... I don't think that that's what anyone oh, should be no modeling one, their behavior no one sh- after.
0: No one should base that on on how they should behave.
1: Okay, so there's one paragraph here that I want to address. She says, I just don't understand why someone would tell you they love you, that they see a future dating you, spend the night with you on a regular basis for a year and a half, say that you're out of their league and not want to make the relationship
0: 22, official. 22, 22, 22.
1: Yeah, and, okay, 22. Like It's almost too much of an excuse for this guy, but I do think that a lot of guys don't understand Stand. Like, it's almost like they believe it in the moment while they're saying it. But this is a classic words versus action yep. situation. Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. This guy is showing you where you rank for him. Yeah. He Don't listen to what he's telling you. You know by now that doesn't mean shit. I'm sorry. March 2021, he hasn't told his parents about if you. If she walked
0: up to the door and knocked on the door, the parents would call the police.
1: <laughs> a year and a half a year and a half okay and so what I don't want you to hover too much on anonymous here is like you know he's she says that he has said on occasion that he feels she's out of his league I'm sorry guys say shit like that's just
0: BS that's like saying it's not you it's me
1: Yes, and I'm not saying that you're not out of his league, Anonymous, but I don't believe that he necessarily thinks that because if he truly felt that you were out of his league, he would hold on to you in every way he could. And if you wrote him after asking for a break, he'd be like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Yes, let's, please, like, let's get back together. You're the best I'm ever going to do. I'm like, I can't live without you. Not like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I
0: couldn't agree more. Oh my God. Work (laughs) with that shame and... Move onwards.
1: I actually think all the other stuff about, you know, he's a sexually fluid person. He might want to explore more. All of that is absolutely moot. All of the things
0: she said, all of them are deal breakers.
1: Yes. Not telling the parents. Yeah.
0: I don't know when it's going to be, but I, one day I could envision yeah. us maybe dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could say that about anybody. I could say that about my next door neighbor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: it's I mean, seriously.
1: The fact that you laughed. When you when I read that. Yeah. It's you laughable. Are, it's laughable. It sounds like it it's, honestly it sounds like
0: a seven year old.
1: Yes. It's so non-committal that it sounds like a child said it. Yeah.
0: A child who doesn't tell his parents about things he thinks are bad. Yeah. Things he thinks are not worthy of telling his parents, but he's gonna get scolded, yeah, or punished, or he's not proud of them. Mm-hmm. No, this is bad no. news.
1: Okay anonymous you said please help me snap out of this i hope this helped yeah please just snap out of it yeah oh before because you stopped that that was
0: a bad snap good That was a good snap
1: it really just comes to how clammy you just gotta be
0: loose though everything's loose you gotta be loose that's why you can't whistle you're too tight
1: (laughs) i can do my loon call though No, I can't even do that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Talk about shame. (laughs) Okay. What I was going to say on a closing statement here, because she said that she first listened to the podcast in 2020 and then forgot about us, and now she's circled back. I think what you missed in that time in between, we talked about the gray zone. Mm. Has there ever been a more textbook example of the gray zone than this?
0: This is gray. This is the gray in the paint store. This is just gray.
1: Oh, yeah. it do, it's, not yeah, it's not like gray, smoke gray, charcoal. Smoke gray no. charcoal gray. Yeah. It's This is cloud gray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Storm, <laughs> rain, <laughs> sleet, <laughs> gunmetal.
1: Andy gray.
0: That's, yeah. <laughs> you don't
1: like that? No. I think you have a distinct gray. I love your gray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there is no gray hair. Did you know that?
1: I know. It's just black it's and white.
0: It's black and white. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What I was going to say is you are smack dab in the middle of the gray zone, meaning not only are you not getting commitment from someone who you clearly want commitment from and who's stringing you along, but crucially... You said you're not open to dating other people. You don't want to meet anyone else. It sounds very unappealing to go out there and meet someone else in the way that you know this person. That is what's dangerous about this. If she were also out there sowing her wild oats, dating and, and keeping her options open and going out on a Friday night, she's just waiting at home wanting to know if he wants to see her. Oh, my God. Textbook gray zone, get out of the gray zone. Go on dates with other people. It'll be good for you.
0: I agree. And don't make this guy a play thing. Don't think you can handle that because I don't think you can. No, there's too much emotion here. Yeah. You're not going to keep this guy on the side and be like, oh, I'll date, but he'll be on the side. No. Clean cut. You can maybe stay friends with him one day, but not now. No friends, no play nothing
1: mm-hmm. i do think some people can handle that but i feel strongly that she no cannot. she can't yeah i
0: don't feel good about yeah. it
1: yeah all right anonymous Sorry. good luck you are going to need it because this is going to be hard hard no one's pretending this isn't this hard is... but breakups are hard and that's what this is it's not a break it's a break up
0: it's an ending because they're not dating yet it's just an ending. <laughs> you're
1: right <laughs> you can only break up an actual relationship yeah. they're just you're right
0: it's just a thing that ends
1: yeah all right, I think that's a wrap then, Andy. For this I made session. it. You did. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you're also I'm less of a bass. A little like
0: become a bass baritone.
1: No, you were a bass baritone at the beginning. Oh, now now you're I'm like, a baritone. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, a very resonant baritone.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, I miss my bass days.
1: <laughs> I can tell you're leaning into it. Yeah, I miss my bass yeah. days.
0: I still I can still pull it out. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: okay if you enjoyed what you heard today you know we will ask of you and that is to like subscribe hit the notification bell follow us on instagram and tiktok leave us apple and
0: spotify podcast
1: ratings and reviews and generally do all of the things that you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time on dear shandy bye-bye dear shandy